0: You're listening to the 1% Factor Podcast with Coach Shakina, where I talk about how small changes and insights can have the greatest impact over time. Whether it's in life or business, you'll learn principles and strategies that when implemented will help you grow your business and design a lifestyle that's in alignment with who you are and fuels your purpose, passion, and vision. This is one of the things that helped me grow in my business. So I don't know if many of you know this about me, but I am a serial entrepreneur and coaching is my fifth business. And so with that, despite all the businesses that I've had and have run and have created, um, I have found that having an assistant was one of the best investments that I've ever made in my business. Um, when I realized that I was overworked, overwhelmed, frustrated feeling like I can't really do anything, I realized I needed an assistant. And I had a similar mindset that I've spoken to many of you about of I, I just don't have the money. I don't have the budget. I don't have the time. What what am I going to give this person? Am I going to be able to afford this person? So I had a lot of mindset challenges and struggles around hiring and delegating those those tasks. And so but at some point I reached a point where I was like, you know what, I just I need help. I need to find me somebody to help me do this stuff. And so, what I found was my very first assistant was a poor hire, (laughs) to be clear. Kind of, it was kind of a poor hire, but I learned a lot from it. And they were able to help me really organize my business in a way that kept me from worrying about um, a few things. And when I say a poor hire, let's circle back to that for a moment. But when I say a poor hire, um, we had issues communicating and, getting tasks completed and project deadlines and things like that. So, But outside of that, they were really good with everything else, organizing, um, taking instruction and feedback and incorporating that feedback and whatever. But my assistant allowed me to recognize what I really wanted to be doing as a CEO. And that's part of it, right? So we get to as a CEO, decide how we want to show up in our business, in our world. So we start businesses because for many, many reasons, right? So more money, more time, more freedom, more vacations, more spending time with family and friends or whatever that is that looks, whatever that looks like for you. And we still want to do the thing that we enjoy doing, but that tends to get lost in the navigation of being a business owner. And so I realized once I was able to find someone to help me do all the other things I didn't want to do, it made it so much easier to build and grow my business because I focused on the things that I wanted to do. So um, I didn't get an assistant to like business number three, but (laughs) um, it did allow me to uh, really focus on the things I wanted to do. So I got over the whole was I, am I, am I going to be able to afford this person? How am I going to assign tasks? Are they, you know, am I really a good boss type of a thing? Um, I hired on a per project basis for a few hours a month and I delegated those tasks that I really didn't want to work on. So organizing certain things, um, following up with, uh, certain, certain parts of the process when working with clients, um, doing even some of the work that I didn't want to do. Right. And so that made me really and truly appreciate having another person in the business that will help me really see my vision to fruition right so having an assistant was one of the wisest things uh, best investments I had as a you know growing and starting a business owner as you know being a business owner and I've spoken with a, quite a couple of people in the community here about um, hiring and I just did a, another video um, an audio on hiring. About your first hire and what that looks like, and all those all those things. So if you haven't seen that or listened to it, go back into the community and find it and watch it. But it gives you some really good pointers about what you're looking for in your first hire. But um, I think the most important part of this um, the investment, what it really taught me, like I said earlier, was really how to be the CEO that I wanted to be, where I wanted to put most of my focus into my business. I really enjoy doing a certain task. And I also enjoyed having a business, but I didn't want to do everything in my business. And I didn't have the time to dedicate everything into my business. So I was able to focus more. So you can find an assistant in many places, right? So um, project work, Fiverr, Upwork, um, ask around, asking for family and friends, asking other business owners, you know, if they could recommend a place or an agency or a person to help you really get out of your own head <laughs> and organize your business in the way that it needs to be. So the next best investment I made as a CEO was getting a project management system. So that is where all my client work was at. Um, it helped me organize and it was part of a CRM. So currently I'm using 17 hats as my CRM on project management system. And I love everything about 17 hats. If you are interested about 17 hats, I can put a link in the comment section and you can take a look for yourself there. I think they're currently having a sale. So if it's interested, if you're interested in a new type of CRM, take a look at that and see what you think, but compare it, do your research. But anyway, so I had a, when I first started, I did everything by spreadsheets. And if you're anything like me, I'm okay with spreadsheets, but not really okay with spreadsheets. <laughs> and um, it, it kind of got a little chaotic for a moment, trying to organize all the data information and all the client work that needs to be done. Um, what the project management system was allowed me to do was really organize it, um, have and, and create a system around my most important tasks and work, right? So if I know a client needed a web design, I know there's a workflow that I could create that went along with that right? So I would send out a form, I would send out a questionnaire, I would send out instructions or things that I needed them to complete in order for me to do my job. And a lot of that made it easier, the system made it easier for me to just click a button or a link or, you know, start a workflow. And that was my initial uh, assistant, right? So it did all those things that my assistant could have done. Um, or she could have just pushed that button, right? He or she could have pushed that button. But it allowed me to organize my client work and help me not forget something. So if you know anything about me, I always usually have a ton of things that I'm working on. And the system allowed me to keep on the same track, keep me organized and focus on what I'm doing. So I'm not forgetting anything. But um, if you don't have a project man- management system that has some portion of a CRM, um, find one. Um, I have built the majority of my businesses off of referral only. And that came from making sure I followed up in every few months or so. And the system, the project management system would help me remind me that, you know, make sure you check up with this person. And it would flag that I need to speak to a particular person or whatnot. And I really enjoyed that because it took the pressure off of whatever am I doing today? right? If you can look at your CRM or your project management system and say, this is the task, these are the tasks that I need to work on today, it'll give you some clarity and focus, right? Again, as CEOs, as entrepreneurs, we have shiny object syndrome like bad (laughs) most of the time because we want to implement all the ideas that we have all at the same time, like forever and ever. And that's not, that's not cool. So um, the system allowed me to really focus on what I need to work on and organize my thoughts and organize my day a little bit better. So with that, it's against project management system is like my second best investment that I have made in, in my uh, business, but get one, right? You can't operate from spreadsheets alone. If you're w- looking to scale and you can't, um, stay in just like Google docs or Dropbox or all those other things alone with, with the intention of scaling. You're going to need some sort of system and project management system and, you know, maintaining the work and reach out and whatnot. Um, You're going to need something. So um, with that, finally, third one is about hiring a coach. All right. So I get it. I know I'm a coach talking about a coach, but seriously, (laughs) seriously, third best investment, third best investment that I have made in my business and for myself really was getting someone who can see through my own BS and call me out on it and, and push push me through in a, in a particular direction. So um, a lot of times because, you know, I'm a coach and yes, I hired my own coach. I know my husband's like, why would you do that? It doesn't make any sense. But doctors still hire other doctors and you have to believe that they can help you. And so I'm a coach, I believe that coaching works. And so I hired my own coach, because there's certain things I just couldn't wrap my head around and I needed help with. And so my coach has has forced me and pushed me to, you know, step out of my own comfort zone, and challenge me on the things that um, I didn't think I needed to be challenged on. But (laughs) it's helped me relieve um, or really address some of the mindset issues that I had. So like in the beginning, when I was talking about getting an assistant, I had a lot of mindset challenges around hiring somebody that um, I'm like, will they even be able to do the work that I'm asking at the standard that I'm asking? Are they going to be able to understand what I'm giving them? Are they even going to be enthusiastic working here? Is it going to be whatever, right? Lots of different things. And there's like the money aspect of it. But when I end up really seeing the value of getting um, an assistant and and whatnot, um, you know, my coach would, would have been able to help me understand why this is so important. And so, you know, as we, backing up a little bit, as we grow, as we come from like the corporate world to the business world, or just from an employee to a, a CEO, there's a lot of mindset challenges that goes along with that. Imposter syndrome, am I good enough? Am I doing a good enough job are they actually going to like me you start worrying about um if you can actually do this thing that you've set out to do and sometimes it's more than that sometimes it's it's about seeing what other or hearing what other people are afraid to tell you so i have a community not a community i have um a group of people in my circle that Aren't like family and friends, right? That aren't necessarily going to tell me or challenge me on certain things. People in your circle have this thing called grace. And so they're going to tell you, for the most part, what you want to hear. Some of them are are going to challenge you and and call you out on it, but they're not as persistent or consistent as a coach. And so, because one, you pay them, but two, they truly care about your success in whatever direction that you're going. Um, So, with that, you know, I, those are the three things. Those are the three investments that I have made in my business and, you know, getting an assistant about delegating work I didn't want to do and focusing on being more of a CEO and doing what I really enjoy. And then there was the project management system that really helped me organize and set reminders and follow up with potential clients and clients and and whatnot. So it allowed me to be more focused throughout the day and hiring a coach that allowed me to, um, over like really see through my barriers and challenges and struggles that I didn't even know I had. Right. And so with that, <laughs> those are my three things. So in listening to everything that I've just said, right, you know, what investment are you committed to, to doing for yourself? And I'm not saying you have to pick out of those three that I just said, but what investment are you willing to commit to, to grow yourself and your business? All right. So with that, everybody. Thank you for joining me and go be great and enjoy the balance of your day. And that wraps up another episode of the 1% Factor podcast. If you'd like to experience more of this and want to learn how to build a calm, intentional and impactful business outside of the hustle culture society we live in, go to thefocusceo.co forward slash 1%.